Damn, damn, da damn, son, where'd you find this? Fly Pod! Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 87 of the Fly Route Podcast. I'm Tony, a.k.a. Tua, and I'm here with the guys. Y'all got any a.k.a.s for yourself today? No a.k.a.s today, just keys, just keys. Yeah, I didn't think of an a.k.a. either, but I will say this is an exciting time in sports with with the NFL and college football season kicked off, NBA about to kick off, MLB playoffs about to kick off. So I'm excited to to chop it up with you boys this week. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. The glove, a.k.a. A. Coop, a. Coop got the streak going. And I'm going I'm to ride into it until it's broke. We're going to see. Uh, crazy. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, yeah. All right, Ben, we got a lot for y'all today breaking down week five of the NFL and recapping some of what we saw in week four. Always remember, we got live episodes every Wednesday at 6.30 Central and 7.30 Eastern. Come through. You can chat directly with us on Facebook and YouTube. We are also live on Twitter as well. We're going to let Keys kick us off with the news. All right, big dog. So there's been a lot of interesting things going around the league. Awkward enough, uh, former Jaguars starting quarterback, their number one pick, I think, at one time, Blake Bortles. He quietly retired. Uh, another interesting fact is Blake Bortles has more – he has two playoff wins, more than Lamar Jackson and a couple other people. But Lamar was the notable name out of there. Uh, what else is going on around the league? Uh, middle linebacker, Blake Martinez, former Giant. He signed with the Raiders. Um, Giants lose Kenny Galladay. He's not expected to travel this week to London following an MCL sprain. I think we're going to move to the point later on in the season they might just release him and take the cap hit. Uh, da, da, da. What else is going on? Commanders designate uh, Brian Robinson to return to practice a month after the shooting, which is crazy. Thankfully, he didn't lose his life, nothing like that. Now, it's super wild that he's, he's, he, he was able to bounce back. That fast, yeah. Yeah, so that's super amazing to see. Uh, Cole Beasley retiring after last season, played two games with the Bucks. I don't know if he just retired because he realized he wouldn't play when all these dudes got healthy or really what, but I don't know what the point is at. Colts, Jonathan Taylor was ruled out. He got an ankle injury. Uh, he was – they were going to see how it was going to go, but it, that unfortunately didn't work out for them. Uh, what else is going on around the league? Oh, fun fact. Javante Williams is out for the year. So this ruins my fantasy. And then they also lose Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory. So, you know, Cliff, I guess, was smart. The Cowboys didn't pay him. They lose him for, I think, four games to put him in pub or IR. So there's that. Um, Another big thing, our co-host Terrence, you know, Twig Street Baby, Big Dog, is going his Hall of, Fame, Hall of Fame ceremony at Everett University. Big Dog went crazy there. He – uh. He was the USA South All-Conference first team as a wideout, V-A-S-I-D, All-State first team honors. There's another accolade. I can't fucking say this word. So I ain't even going to try it, though. I was in the senior season. Over the course of his career, he racked up 129 receptions for 2,218 yards and 17 touchdowns. He is second all-time in touchdown receptions and receiving yards in program history. It's crazy because Big Dog played for a school that ran the fucking ball. Nigga's nasty, bro. Put on for the city. And, you know, I'm proud of him. He's going to have a blast with the family on Saturday and shit. Facts, facts. Is that it for the news? 
Yeah, yeah. You know, the Ravens ain't paid Lamar, so that's it. <laughs> Lamar paid watch. Did Lamar get paid yet? We mm-hmm. I, Honestly, we should just be like, did Lamar get paid yet? Every week. <laughs> he, he said he's not going to talk happen. about it. But, like, I feel like they need to get to the point. I mean, I know he didn't play great during the Bills game. Like, he didn't at all. But, like, I would just lock it in. Yeah, I would just lock it in before, like, he gets to some points where he's playing, like, real crisp like he was a couple games ago. I would just be like, yo, here, here's 300 million. Please don't make us have to pay you anymore. Look, look, the one thing I do think we need to talk about is we got to spill a little bit of tea. Oh. What's up, oh, player? News. I didn't even cut you off, man. Debo Samuels and Jalen Ramsey be beefing on Twitter. That was new. <laughs> you didn't talk about that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He acted like he didn't know who Debo Samuels was when he was asking her interview. And then uh, Debo had that insane catch through. He took to the house for 59 yards. He mossed the dude. It looked like it should have just been a catch where he got the first and then someone should have tackled him. But he broke at least three tackles. George Kittle annihilated someone on a block. I don't know who he blocked and just stood over him and sent him to the ground flying. Jalen Ramsey missed a tackle. And then there was just a little back and forth on Twitter. I mean, number four, the, uh, the Rams players know who – Debo Samuels is like, I don't care. He ain't got a ring. Like, you know who that motherfucker is, bro. Let's stop. That's Let's the only stop. person on offense you need to know who is. Bro, know. exactly. And he punished them every time. He Not like, to mention Jalen whiffed a tackle to stop him from getting to the end zone. Yeah, no, that like, was a tackle. Up on him and he, wow. wow. <laughs> and he said, he <laughs> said I don't know what he – and Debo was petty as hell because he said, I don't know what he was doing. I saw him just backpedaling over there. <laughs> Uh, hey, Jalen didn't want anyone that smoke. Bro, I don't know what it is, but Buddy been looking awful from like the middle of like the I would say probably the playoffs until like now. He just ain't been looking that great, like overall. And he's normally like he's gonna probably more than likely be in the Hall of Fame, like for sure. But he just ain't been looking good. Like you had the game against Mike Evans in the Super Bowl against trio of the Bengals. Like he's just he's been on a roller course, I would say. He's looked good, but then he's also looked quite awful. Like, he hasn't looked in the past, I would say. All right. Is that the last part of the news? Oh, yeah, for sure. That beef was pretty funny. Hey, no, that, no, no, no. It was, it was, look, the way he said, the way he talked about boy with the big old chain on in the press conference. It got beef. Uh, (laughs) 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 That shit was personal. Uh, (laughs) Because you got to take it. It wasn't Debo fault. They lost that game. You know what I mean? In the championship when they would have played like to go to the Super Bowl, it wasn't his fault. They lost. Like he balls up. Yeah, but that's the game, right? You got when you got a guy like Jimmy, like he, if he makes a mistake, it's gonna cost you a lot because he's not doing the crazy thing that brings you back from the brink. Because mistake. Yeah. Look. That that touchdown pass you're talking about was supposed to be a pick, if not a pick six. Which one? The one Debo took to Debo? the crib. Yeah, that I, was was supposed, I don't think it was supposed to be a pick six, but I definitely think he was supposed. Someone was supposed to get him like as soon as he. He's not supposed it, to make that play. Yeah, because he jumped like he dude had a dude, dude missed dude missed yeah, yeah he caught it and kept it moving like that. Like you said, it, it probably could have been a pick, but I even if it wasn't a pick, I think someone asked should have got him down for sure at least like. Bro, it, what do you count? At least five missed tackles. Yeah, it was. It was not. A good look. It was not a good look. <laughs> it is bad. Out there. It was not a good look. Uh, no. But we do need to spill some tea on the Dolphins and Tua because that happened right after our last episode. 
So, oh, spit that tea, sis. So look, we all saw Tua get like rocked, stumble, come back and play, win the game, and then play again like four days later, right? And then we also Tua throwing gang signs basically after he got crushed, bro. Yeah. What he was <laughs> like? I ain't even like, bro. Tell me I'm lying. You're not lying. That's all I gotta say. And look, the NFLPA triggered an independent investigation, and they have an independent clause that allowed them to fire that neurological expert that cleared to it to come back to play in the game against the Bills. Bengals. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bengals are the one that like. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, so that dude got fired. They're still investigating. The doctor from Concussion, the movie, has urged Tua to never play football again. Yeah, saying that he has basically dealt with something near damn permanent brain injury because of the two back-to-back like that. McDaniel saying that Tua was an entirely different person after the concussion when he flew home with them. Like, bro, this shit is not small. I just there's no way I don't know if the NFL always has like a separate doctor evaluate like, you know, for the concussions. That way they're not liable because that's really what it sounds like. And it sounds like really sketchy business. Like it's on their end. And I like I get it because then like hey, they could like not be liable. But it's just sketchable for it. Like it looks sketchy as the brand. Like I could be wrong there. They could be like a sponsored person or a person that's hired by them that is part of, you know, the NFL. Hired by the NFL, not by the team, if that makes sense. Oh, okay, okay. So it's supposed to be a buttress to the team being like, but you know, Tua, we kind of need you, my guy, get back in there, right? So he makes a recommendation to the team. The team can follow it. So I think it's basically like if he says, yes, he can play, the team can still say no. But if he says, no, he can't play, the team can't still say yes. And that's their function. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you now. Yeah. I think it's- and that's why he got fired because the NFLPA can in like fire those people independent of the NFL wanting to or not based off the way the player like agreement with the NFL is set up. And they yeah. triggered that and they decided to fire him because he made, and I quote from an ESPN article, multiple mistakes in his evaluation of two in that game. Yeah, that was just he shouldn't have been back out there. You saw the you saw the game where he was like stumbling against us, like I was shocked they let him still play. The, the he, quick he's turn- not supposed to be out there. He's not supposed yeah, to be out there. The quick turnaround, bro. He's not a big dude either. Like he's not like, you know, absorb and it's not even I don't even think it's the fact of him being a big dude. It's how his head hits every time, like how he's getting dragged down. You know, it's not the hit like the hits are just massive hits. It's how he's landing essentially too. So I just I don't know. It looks really bad on their organization, like horrible. Uh, I just I don't know how as a coach or owner you see him go down like that and you're like yeah he's fine like even if the even if the doctor was like I would probably you know what bro like just we'll take the loss like fuck it but I think they're thinking like you know we're gonna hopefully get into the playoffs and every win for them they're like yo we need it the fucked up thing they lost it for so much longer yeah like it's it's like the like I like I think back to like a quarter a young quarterback that was on the up, and he got put back in the game after a serious injury. It's RG3, and they and they risked it, and that was his career. Like, was. and and with this, with 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 like, and he was on. I mean, 
I was worried. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan. I was I, I was following him coming out of Baylor. I knew he was nice. And they ruined him putting him back in that game. And, and he was not never the same. And now with two of this situation with concussion, it, that's even more serious because now you're messing with his brain and his, his coordination and his reaction time and, and, and everything. You're messing with his livelihood. You're messing with everything at that point. And it's just – it's just a really faulty move, and it's just not. I feel like you're not you're not caring about the the person, the person. You're you're focusing on the player. I like how you put that. That's facts. All right, vibes, vibes. Uh, that was the only thing I had to add news wise. Slash, you know, in the top, uh, we got Sam with the RPO. Yep. Yes, I got the RPO. So we do hear the RPO each week, run pass option. I'm going to pose a series of questions to the guys, and they're going to tell me whether they're going to run with it or pass on it. So I'm going to start with Cliff. If Cooper Rush keeps winning games, and I'm talking like serious winning games, like wins every game or loses one, um, will the Cowboys have to seriously consider at all whether to move him back to the bench when Dak Prescott returns from injury? Uh, that's a. I I don't I don't think you can. I just don't I just don't think you can. Like you're paying Dak so much money, can't you can't not like the Romo situation was a little different. I feel like because he was older, late, you know, in his career and had several back injuries, which are like major injuries. Obviously, it's just dumb. I think they're just not gonna rush him back. Um, yeah, he's not ready. Um, and. If I gotta look at who who the Cowboys play, this um, you got the Rams, and then I want to say you have another NFC East team. I think the Eagles right after the Rams. Rams, the Eagles, team. Lions, Bears. Like there's a possibility. Awesome. In my opinion, the Rams' offense is bad, bro. The way our defense is playing, getting after after quarterbacks, boy. Matthew Stafford got Matthew Stafford better figure something out, or they better figure the run game out, or something, because. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no prisoners. So, and then I mean, they defense the Rams defense is is solid. But if if Coop can keep us in the game, which I think Dak can do the same thing, then I think that's a winnable game. With, even with Cooper Rush and the Eagles, I don't think we win that game with Cooper Rush. I don't think you win that game with Dak. I think it's I think it's I think it's tough either way. I think what? I think you really don't win that game with Cooper Rush. But I, I and then I think. But even with that, his first game back after an injury like that, when that's grip on your hand, that's throwing the ball, it's, it's going to be – I don't even know if that's the game to bring him back in. You might want to bring – wait, one more week, bring him back against Detroit and see if they can shoot it out. Okay, we, I got two follow-ups. I got two <laughs> follow-ups for you, and we, we can run through them real quick. One is from the chat, and it's, it's Eric saying – if Dak struggles when he returns, do they consider putting Cooper Rush in? And my second follow-up is if he absolutely annihilates the Eagles and gives them their first loss of the season or one of their first losses of the season, would you consider keeping him in? Oh, if he goes crazy on the Eagles, you got to consider something. But that's that, – but, that's when they're targeting Dak to come back. Like I think they, but then, but then you put. I, th- I feel like you put Dak in a tough situation too with your first game back being against another solid team. You came back first time playing with the Bucks week one. That defense isn't bad. Um, they even though they they've shown they can be bad. Uh, 
<laughs> but hey. I think I think that Eagles game is gonna be tough. I think I think Coop has got the job done. I can't say anything bad about him. I mean, he's not doing anything crazy. Our defense is doing what they're supposed to do. I think Dak can manage the game. It's really just not about making mistakes and like let your defense play and score. You still have to score points when you need to. Nice. Eric says. Dak gone, it's over. Oh no! Cooper got y'all in the chokehold. Jerry Jones is like, if they, if Cooper is so good, he creates a quarterback controversy. I think that's a win for the Cowboys. Hey, you know hey. what? I wish he would just shut the hell up. Man. <laughs> hey, if he, if but I know, but I know like he that, not, man. If he really feels like that, I feel like they're gonna do something insane this offseason and try to move Dak. Like, say Cooper puts up like a a, a good win percentage, like at towards the end of the season, you guys get into the playoffs. Maybe you win one, lose one, or even if you lose, I feel like Jerry is gonna try that and then take like high, let the highest bidder get him. Like you know, a team like Seattle would they take that? Yo, which is crazy because Cooper has been on the team for five years. So like, how are they Bro. just now realizing that they want him? And I feel like you know because the the bag that you know Dak has, he, he hasn't so- looked great. Like he in the, in those games, like he like the games he has to start, he he plays and we win. Okay, we win we win games when he's in. Four games we play, he started, we've won. I get it, but. He doesn't look good consistently is probably a reason why he's not considered. I mean, he's enough to be a number two, but in preseason games, he looked like he looked bad. There was there was times when he looked really bad against against backups and like not good you know, third yeah, got, stringers and stuff. Like and, and I know it and it's preseason, but it's and he's getting those reps and, and Dak and Dak not. It probably helped and, that y'all never really had to pay Dak shit before recently. So there was no reason yeah. to really feel like moving them. No, no, it was no, it was no pressing. And when you paid him, that's what I'm saying. Like if that man is ready to play, there's no reason. They, and hey. then, and then if he comes back and he's losing games, then then at that point you have a controversy. I don't think you have a controversy until that happens. They gonna consider because be if if that man you can't you can't be, consider until that happens, bro. He go beat the Rams. Jit stand in there, bro. I'm willing to bet. No, he, he gotta beat the Eagles because the Rams are kind of. Our schedule is not that good, bro. Like it don't matter. The, yeah, you gotta think they're the uh but the Cowboys offensive line has like a lot of hits. So Donald's gonna go against the rookie at left tackle. You know what I mean? So if he also just beat well, what what are you saying, Cliff? Also just beat the Giants in the game. Yeah, so like if he if he beats the Rams, like that's the other thing. People are bringing it up that they like the uh the competition level ain't been crazy, you know. The Bengals game, we, we're 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 scoring twenty points, twenty three points, twenty five points. We're not scoring points. Our defense is winning these games. Like, it's it's pretty simple. Trade Dak, use the money to fix the line, but the Cowboys they gonna stay mid. Eric Matheson. Hey, <laughs> I swear I read that is Drake, and I thought he was calling Dak Drake, which I thought was hilarious. But you know, e at the end, no, no that, that, cap, that cap penalty, that cap penalty probably gonna hurt. They try to get rid of Dak. To be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, people move around it, but I'm just saying, like, if they find a way to maneuver it, because this motherfucker goes out and stunts, like, and, and not even stunts, just you know. Gets wins like that Jimmy G scenario just gets you wins and the team plays good with them. He wins games. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. If he if he wins games, and but I'm but I'm what I'm saying is when Dak comes back, you're paying that man all that money. He has to be you gotta give him a try again. And when he yeah. comes back, and if he loses a few games, then you then you start considering some. But I don't think it's I don't think it's it's on that. 
<laughs> Jerry just wanna Jerry just wanna stir the pot. That boy, that's Eric. a fact. All right, the next one I got is for Keys. All right, later, Mathis. Appreciate you for hating on us weekly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is out. This one is for Keys. Um, notice I'm asking y'all about y'all's teams. Oh shit. So even after an underwhelming performance against Buffalo and a comeback loss, Lamar Jackson is still currently the favorite to win the MVP about a quarter into the season. Runner pass. Uh, you got to run with it. He's putting up – he's going to put up insane, ungodly numbers, I think, by the time it's all said and done. Uh, regardless of if this team even, you know, sniffs the playoff win, I think it's, it's going to be the same factor of the past. He can just do so much damage alone that he's going to keep doing that damage by himself. So I would say he's a good bet to go get an MVP because, I mean, if you look at all his weapons he's he's had throughout his career, they ain't been great other than Mark Andrews. And if you look yeah. at other you look at other top five quarterbacks, for instance, Josh got I brought this up in a tweet. Josh Allen got the digs. They went and got digs. Uh Pat Mahomes. He has Travis Kelsey. At one point he had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Uh who else is up there? Uh Tom Brady has a plethora of weapons. And you think about even before Gronk retired, that was insane. Um, who else? Justin Herbert. There's two weapons, three if you count Austin Eckler. Even Jameis got to Arsenal weapons. He's not even considered top five. So I think the Ravens just keep disrespecting this man. I told uh, Terrence a little theory. I think when the Ravens drafted him, they just drafted him as like a steal. You know, Ozzy knew it was a steal, but I don't think they ever believed in like what he could do. And I think it reflects of how they built the team. I think they essentially built it like, hey, we're going to manage games like we did back in the day and then just hope he doesn't throw them away. And then that's it. But we don't really believe in him because if you believe in him, you would go get him a weapon. Like all these other teams, two of God's two weapons that are speed demons, like, you know, that's the same thing Justin Fields is dealing with, too. Like, right now, he just got Darnell Mooney. And then he got to tight, a young tight end that has promise. But you you got to wait and see if he gets there at some you point. You got to throw him the ball at some point, too. Yeah, you got to throw him yeah. the ball. The Bears, <laughs> the Bears are going to have to build the team up and then go get him a weapon. Like, I think Justin Fields could be really nice in this league. But the issue is that team is god-awful. So he's never going to be able, until they really make some strides to build that, and hopefully they do. You see it with the Eagles. The Eagles did a great job of it. Yeah, I also think this is just the Ravens, though, man. The Ravens no, just it, don't it, spend on wide receiver talent ever. But the thing is, ever you 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 are right. That's a fact. But when you get a generational talent in Lamar and like easily the best quarterback your franchise has seen, you you could unlock his potential fully. Go get him a real number one wideout. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not even saying they said like, they won't. They said they won't want Flacco, Torrey Smith, Anquan Bolden. But that people, defense, Anquan Bolden playing nasty that year. But oh, he thing, was, and so is Tory. The thing, though, I, I think what people forget is that, uh, like Lamar, could, I'm not even saying you had to get him. I, I would prefer you to get him number one wide out, but like there were simple dudes you could have got. Like you could have snagged Marvin Jones Jr., who's playing pretty solid for the Jags. Like even if you didn't go get that number one dude, you could have got him somebody that was efficient to put out there next to him. And y'all didn't even do that, so it's just it's both. MJJ is actually mad reasonable. Exactly that I'm yeah. I'm saying that was like you could have got him from the Jags, and that would have been understandable. Like you could have got him, had him, and been like, okay, well, we got him, and then you would have Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews. Like that's he's hey, he would have been the he, Mar, uh, Marvin Jones would have been the best receiver that Lamar ever had. While we you talking about him. receivers and the Ravens, uh, this ain't this ain't no big deal, but. The Ravens are expected to sign Andy Isabella. Oh my fucking god! 
Uh, what? You all know Eddie Isabella? Hey. Come on. Yeah. You all know Eddie Isabella? What's wrong with Eddie? Oh, come on, man. Speed. Get busy. What you mean? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> the, fact hey, that he hey, got, the fact that he got away from the Cardinals while D hops out is like. Hey, they really. Oh, wow. That's because Deutsch is really taking off. That youngster they got, Deutsch, he's really taking off. And I think they really testing my damn patience. Who else ahead, they going to get? Move. These niggas, huh? Ain't, no, ain't nobody else. Who though. else they going to get? This Bitch. is a free agent. That's a, oh, I mean, and now. Andy Isabella was a free agent. He was what? Cole Beasley. Oh, shit, you could have got Cole Beasley? No, I don't want none of them niggas, bro. Will niggas Fuller. Niggas. I mean, yeah, honestly, I would have took a gamble on Will Fuller over Andy and the Isabella. You know, you know, you know, you know. Doing for you that Devin Duvernay isn't. Well, I'm gonna just be dead honest. What is Will okay. Fuller doing for hear, you that Devin Duvernay isn't? Devin Duvernay is literally like the third or fourth best option on another team, and he's a special teams magician, right? But in our offense, he's like the best receiver. That's well, a fucking problem. Nice Bateman's, Bateman's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Will Fuller's just a go ball dude. That's what he does. Devin Duvernay's been eating on go balls all year. Oh, Devin Duvernay ain't been eating on go, go balls. You watch, watch the tape. The man been eating on different routes. He's not a go. It's If, if it was Marquise Brown, I'd be like, all right, you might be kind of on to something. Like Devin Duvernay works all the different route tree. And I don't. Rashad Bateman ain't our – I mean, he's our number one receiver, but these niggas is lame. They're going to do it the same way they did with Marquise Brown. They're going to – bro, they're they're pushing these dudes to be number one wideouts that aren't there yet. You know, like, they're young dudes. You can't just ele- – like, they don't have, like, you know, that Mike Evans talent that came out of college or that Julio Jones talent where you can just elevate them and maybe they're going to get there. Even those dudes have someone on the other side of them. Julio had Robbie White or Roddy White. Like, put someone on the other side of them to help them out. Shit's fucking bogus. Jefferson as Thielen, Chase as Higgins. Yeah, bro, like you got to when they're young, you can't just elevate them to hey, I need you to be this number one wideout because I mean that's the glare. You know it's a need, but you're like, hey, we need you to do this on top of like you still got you still got growing pains. You're still gonna have like Rashawn Bateman fucking dropped the ball. I think like three times last game. Yeah, it was sorry. That that was man. Sam, this shit somewhere else. Man. All right, all right, all right. We're going to be under the NBA for a second uh, with this one. For I got this one for Anthony. Uh, with the Heat uh, giving Tyler Hero a four-year, $130 million extension, they've locked themselves into the core of Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero for at least the next four years. Is that three, big three, whatever you want to call it, that core good enough to compete in the East for the next few years? No. Like so, I'll I'll run and just say no, but I do think that it's not as bad of a lock as it seems. It's like what four years, one twenty, one thirty. But I mean, yeah, some change. Yeah, so what's like ten mil? Some change. Look, I think that they gave Tyler the money that like I feel like he is worth to them, but that's gonna be a tradable contract if they really want it to be. The yeah. league salary is about to go up with the new TV deal, and it's going to, like, go crazy. So I will say what I want people to think about is all the people that we think are getting kind of over, overpaid, the Tyler Heroes, the Jalen Brunsons, and, like, halfway through those contracts, the league money is going to shoot up, and they are going to look like bargain deals. And yeah, I think that's one you- thing people don't think about, like, when the, the deals get signed. The cap just keeps going up, and a lot of these deals look better later. Like, the cap keeps going up, but the cap is going to make, like, 
the cap steadily always goes up, but the cap is going to make a like big jump because of the new TV deal. Facts. Right. And that and so like it always goes up, but it's gonna like every so often there's a year where it makes a huge jump and everybody that signed right before that is pissed because now they feel like they're underpaid because some dude like and Tyler Hero is gonna look at like who's a good example of this? Um Tyler Hero is going to look at the next deal that like Josh Hart gets and it's going to be fucking pissed. Oh yeah, for sure. It'll be like the same thing. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be too close for comfort. It, it, that makes sense. What's your look on your face? Hell no, nah, Josh Hart ain't getting close to that fucking deal. I mean, oh, I, after the new TV deal, he might, he like, might. If Josh Hart gets like a four or five, 100 deal. Or even I, like, um, I could definitely see it. You got to You got it because when we're talking about Tyler Hero, you got to choose someone that's worse than Tyler Hero, but good enough to be a core rotational piece on a team. I where mean, they play really good defense. Keldon right? Johnson just got the bag from the Spurs. He hasn't been better than Tyler Hero. He probably exactly. got more. That's what I'm saying. He that those type of players are going to get bigger bags than you simply because the pot is bigger, and you're going to yeah. bro. But that's the game. That's it like pays that. to stay with the team that drafted you to an extent yeah. there too, because they can't really afford to lose you for nothing. So I think no, this is not good enough. No, I feel like the Heat have stayed basically. The Heat got worse, and other teams got better. That's Damn. just a fact. They lost PJ yeah. Tucker. Kyle Lowry's another year older, and like I don't even think he was going to get anything much out of PJ Tucker this year. To be honest, I think yeah. last year. I mean, he's just getting older, bro. It's hard to sit like play defense, like like, and but he still I don't does think, it well. Not, not as well as he used to. He did pretty well last year, but I'm saying like it's declining. Like you can see, like it's declining. I I think so. I think it's going to decline if like you need him to play 35 minutes a game because you don't have another guy in your squad that can do. Yeah, that. like if you're that exactly how you said it. If you're if you're telling him, yo, I need you to play like 30 minutes. Now, if you're telling him, hey, for 15, 20 minutes. I need you to go lock somebody up, then I think that's like that's efficient. But if like the Heat were weren't asking them to do that, they were asking them like, yo, we need to go you to go like but why minutes. did they do that? Cause they have somebody else that could do it as well as him. So if you lose that and you ain't had nobody to fill it, they just couldn't afford to probably did they pay lose that the man Morris twin too. too? Huh? Uh I think they lost on the, the twin, yeah. The one that got knocked out by Jokic and didn't play the whole season. Yes. <laughs> yes. So like, and he would have filled that role for them in the absence of Tucker. Or they got Tucker. that Martin twin though. Those minutes, okay. Got facts. That I mean, he was on the team last year, but he'll probably just play more. You know. Yeah. And so just, they they still got Jimmy. Jimmy's still that a lockdown defender. But he also needs to be the best offensive option on the team too, bro. They they don't they and the don't and the best facilitator on the team. Like they he needs to Jimmy be everything. Like they're doing Jimmy like Lamar. That shit is no, that's crazy. Facts. That's a great thing. Something up the Miami boys. <laughs> oh, God, bro. You can't be like, they put so much pressure on Jimmy and they're just like draining them, bro. Like, get him some help. Like, not no like slight bum help. Like, go get another start. You're just saying Tyler it. Hero is Devin Duvernay? Yeah. 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 Fucking <laughs> perfect. No. Bam, is, Bam is, is like a generic. Mark Andrews. There you go. It's perfect. This is perfect comparison. Oh, man. Yo, that's so rude. I got one for all three of y'all. 
just to, awesome. to cap it off, and, and y'all can pass on this if you want to, but after four weeks of the NFL, you can confidently say either who you think the best team is in the league or the worst team is in the league. Run or pass. I'll, I'll probably pass on or end. You either one. Ball. Either yeah. one. You you can give me either one. I got to pass on the on the best team because I don't know right now. Yeah. But I could take a stab at the worst team. Uh, I mean, is it Indy? I, I don't. I don't know if I could say it's Indy because it's Indy. <laughs> honestly, it's 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 the Texans or the Commanders for me. Yeah, it's Indy. I, I think the Steelers are up there for me too. That like their defense is still when they get TJ back, they'll be all right. But all right. my God, they're hard to watch. It's hey, hey, Kenny might, Kenny might come with the spark. I know he threw three picks last week, but Kenny, Kenny picks. He, he was a spark for the other team. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run with the best. I think the best team right now. I know this is gonna sound controversial, but I'm gonna go with the Bills. The Eagles got the best record right now, but the Eagles, I mean, they're playing spectacular. I think they're gonna probably make some noise in the playoffs, but they are benefiting from an easy schedule. Like that is that is a hundred percent a fact that they have they have like an easy schedule, so they're benefiting from that. Much like how you know the Bengals were able to get hot last year because their schedule was slightly easy. So I think the Bills, when you look at it, who the pieces they're missing on the back end, and they're still winning these games. Like they just came back and beat us. Uh, they almost came back against the Dolphins. Like literally, the only reason they didn't beat the Dolphins, you could tell them boys the heat got to them. Like. The Florida Heat literally impacted like everything for them. They looked like they were dying on the side. So I think the way Josh Allen's playing, Dev Singletary somehow playing slightly good too. Like they need him to play. Uh, I think the sky's the limit because you got to think Tredavious White at some point this year is coming back for them. Even if he ain't a hundred percent mixed in with them rookies and Jordan Poehler on the back end, I know they lost Michael for the year, but Von Miller and Greg Russo, like you could tell, uh, Von Miller has helped Greg. Gregory Russo, the Miami DN that uh, got drafted by the Bills. So, yeah, I think they look scary. The worst team is the Colts, I'm telling you. The Colts' offensive line used to be a strength. And now opposing D-lines are just throwing them. Like, Quentin Nelson is getting thrown around like he played on the Bears last year. Them niggas better say sorry to uh, Jonathan or Derrick Henry, bro, for that shit they were saying about Jonathan Taylor. Them niggas better say sorry, bro. Boy, Jonathan Taylor can't go nowhere. Jonathan Taylor, his own linemen are blocking him at the line of scrimmage. That's how bad the game they ass whipped is no good. Their defense was supposed to be good. They (laughs) basura. It's like nothing about the coach that was supposed to be a strength ended up actually being a strength for the Colts. Like, I'm, I'm like, it's it's sad. Um, we got Sam the Coffee Man. The Colts O-line is costing me my fantasy season. You <laughs> hey. probably drafted Jonathan Taylor got like me, number one got, overall. Got me in the yeah, league. I feel yeah. bad for a lot of people who have the he, number one pick. He got, he, got me in a, he got me in the league. I think I drafted him second or third. Right, oh, and everybody he, was like, Matt Ryan's going to go off because this is the best offensive line he's had in years. But instead – what we ended up seeing is this offensive line is playing terrible. He had a better offensive line in Atlanta last year. Like, hey. yo, the Colts are garbage. I don't know. And Matt I, Ryan looks terrible. They, they might want to just go with a young guy or something. Like, I mean, they to. And they got no – they don't really have no weapons. Like, it's just Michael Jonathan Taylor. He, that's what I'm – and he was there – he had, like, 
I mean, he had Patterson and he had y'all heading on Mo Ali Cox. Yes, that's, a, that's <laughs> the, the only guy he has apparently, but he catches him wide open. Like, yo, he popped off this week. They, 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 they did get destroyed or hey, lost. Uh, not destroyed. Hey, the motherfuckers owe Derrick Henry the biggest apology. I don't know. You gotta deliver a bouquet of flowers, uh, edible arrangements, some type of shit. Because all I know is Derrick Henry, even if his line ain't great, he's still going to tote that bitch for at least 70 yards. Yeah, and Taylor Warren yeah. is hurt. And Taylor Warren was like a key part of that line. He's still going crazy. This hey, motherfucker they played Taylor better Run. once Taylor went out because Taylor wasn't playing hurt and being a liability on the line. And as soon as Taylor went out, Derrick started going crazy because there was at least a healthy body in front of him. And he going to make right. the rest happen. Like, that nigga, uh, that nigga motherfucker been easy. rushing for like max like 50, 50 yards, yeah. He he at least getting you 50, 70 yards even with a bad line. But that's I'm talking about I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor. Like he been on the he been on the low low. He been ass outside of week one. He been <laughs> ass. First you talking top three pick? Ass. <laughs> hey, immediate does that regret. To, immediate regret. Does that go to show though that like, he's might be one of those running backs? Remember, like uh I'm trying to think. Not Zeke. It wasn't well, yeah. Well, Zeke, like you're a product of that offensive line, and you're not like you know, say like uh like a Barry Sanders or I'm trying to think of someone else like newer that's like like a Najee Harris. Like Najee still makes shit shake his style. Like Najee yeah. makes shit shake because Najee also gets the dump off passing downs. That's why Najee makes stuff shake. But the India's giving all them downs to Naheem Hines of yeah, all so motherfuckers so. instead of Instead of Jonathan Taylor, because Jonathan Taylor is a finesse back. Like if he hits the crease, he can get he can little get that and then just get clean. out there. Yeah, just gets, he's not he's not bruising dudes like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's like, bro, why are you even on me? You need you need three guys right now, right? Nick Chubb, he's like, you need three guys to get me down. Stop <laughs> playing, right? That's not Jonathan Taylor. He gets little through the crease and he just takes off on dudes. I I, bet, I think it's just. People just try to up, and I, I'm not saying this like as Jonathan Taylor hater none. I think he's he's special, but I think it's also it's premature how people are saying like he was that fucking dude. <laughs> the That's Jonathan a, Taylor. But I say week point. one, great, Ooh, solid. Week two, ass. Even twelve, even twelve for a top three pick is is a top three running back pick, and then the three point three, and like and he got hurt, and he's out this week. Yeah, hey, I ain't gonna hold and you. Derrick Henry had. 82 yards week one, 25 week two, but then 85 week three and 114 week four. He has scored a touchdown in each of the last three games. That nigga had 25 yards? Uh, Week two. Week two, yeah. But they played Buffalo week two. They got – they ain't do nothing, bro. They ain't do nothing, <laughs> bro. It was 7 to 41. They ain't do nothing hey, against I Buffalo. I was just saying, this nigga is minimum of 50 to 75 yards. This got 25. Yeah, no, no. They got, they got rocked, though. They got rocked. Uh, Do we want to take this question into our fantasy segment? Because that's it for the RPO. Cliff will run us in through, like, you know, the most disappointing, surprising fantasy players of the week and all that jazz. But let's start with Sam the Coffee Man. What would his fantasy trade value be? You talking about about John Taylor? Yeah, Yeah. because he drafted him number one overall. you, You might have to hold on that. He ain't gonna get you. He ain't gonna get unless unless somebody really want him. You might have to hold him right now. And he hurt. You go. You you probably just gotta hold. You gotta. You gotta wait for him to have a big week. And then he's like a. He's like a. He's he's unfortunately like the Christian McCaffrey past two years. Like there's not much you can really do with. But 
Christian McCaffrey play, that motherfucker was putting up at least 20. If he's playing. Not, not right now. Not right now. I'm talking about the, the past two years. Like, But that motherfucker played, like, what, eight games in two seasons? Like, mm-hmm. But you can't really do nothing because he's such a high pick. I don't think – unless somebody really wants him, uh, you might be able to steal then. So I would tell you, you could, <laughs> if he robbery. has a good week, you could probably try to sell high on him and try to get another, like, relatively top-tier back, you know, like a Melvin Gordon now. Well, I, just, I would say a Melvin Gordon if he if you try to trade him now when he's hurt. Someone that's going to get all the carries in a team that runs the ball but isn't a superstar, and you might be able to try to get, like, a two-for-one. A Melvin Gordon and like you know, uh, wide receiver three, wide receiver that's, two. That's what I'm saying. If you think the people in your league don't pay that much attention, you could probably get something off just like name value. So just going for like players that have less of a big name but are kind of popping off, like Christian Kirk. Uh, mm. who's, a, uh, who's a the James Robinson, like someone like that who's like not a, a big name but like. Maybe they know who Jonathan Taylor is and are like, oh, he was the best player. I want him. Uh, well, but yeah, they're dumbasses. You go for the gusto, man. You got to go for the gusto after a big week so they could open, click yeah, his K, sure. see the little point total, and dumbasses are just running. Hey, no, you might, he might get a little finesse, though. He you could, might still like a Joe Mixon and a, and a, you, you really might be able to still like a Joe Mixon and a, I don't know. As who's as who's a slight receiver, uh, like Mike Williams. Without Mike Williams, without yeah, Mike Williams without Keenan Allen, really good. But uh, even when he comes back, I mean, Mike like gets Curtis Samuel, uh, like um, Portland Sutton, Portland, Portland Sutton. Sutton, yeah, by right there, middle of the pack. Deontay. I think you might be able to get like a mixing and a yeah, mixing and a Sutton type of deal. Yeah, shit, you Some, just, you a guy that's scoring like ten. 12 to 15 a game at receiver and a running back that's like a one. Yeah. So, Cliff, who would you have as your most surprising and disappointing fantasy players of the week? Uh, so, I, ha- I had a kind of like a, a, a little dub up. I think um, both the Jags running backs. I know, I know they played the Eagles, but it was a rain, it was a rainy. Windy game, you got to be able to run the ball. Like, you got to be able to run the ball. J- James Robinson had 29 yards rushing. ETN had 32. Like, y'all, y'all got to be able to run the ball better. Um, James Robinson also screwed me with 2.9 points after going crazy the first three weeks. Um, so that's a little personal for me. Uh, and then Melvin Melvin Gordon, I think, was was uh, after after what's his name goes out, you come you have eight carries and a fumble and end up with negative one point two fantasy points. He was talking all that shit too. Come on, bro! Like, Yo. come on, bro! You're not even in the positive. Somebody's supposed to get a steal off starting you, and uh, after Buddy got hurt, man. Shout uh, out to Mark Andrews, bum ass. Bro, him <laughs> and Kyle Pitts don't even get me started. Hey, hey, hey time out, time out. Time out. So I, I didn't want to go with the ones that's been consistently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I, I don't need none of that. I got Pitts. I got Pitts in like a couple leagues. 
He's been consistently disappointed. Hey, this is why I got to say this. Because this is why I have fantasy football buzz on mine. Because these niggas don't suck, bro. Mark Andrews just ain't get the ball thrown to him. Like, that nigga's really that nigga at tight end, bro. Like, I'm. this is why I'm always conflicted talking fantasy. Because, like, all right, they had a bad week. Niggas don't suck. Kyle Pitts, Atlanta just don't give him the ball. They literally just do not throw him the ball. Hey, put right oh, yeah. They just need to go ahead and put, put Ryder in, bro. Like, I don't, yeah, they need to. They need to get a new coach, apparently, because he won't throw the ball to the best player on offense. Patterson out now, so you got like, – he, he, he does a lot. Saying, you got to give Kyle Pitts 15 targets, bro. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> I mean – So, I'm saying it. Minimum okay. 10. Minimum 10. I'm saying it. Minimum, minimum needs, 10. He needs 8 to 10. Easy. No reason. It, it doesn't even be, make sense. It doesn't bro. even logically make sense not to. If he's not cooking, I can understand why you give him eight. If he's cooking, that shit, like Ann said, better be 10 to 15. Like, if he's cooking, and he's so versatile, bro, you put him in the slot. Oh, my. That's like, why dude. it's all about who's throwing on the ball, man. For sure. Yeah, I'm sick of watching Mariota not <laughs> throw him the ball. That motherfucker, man. He, this is, he's, he's a two. The young buck, go ahead, man. You don't got nothing to lose. That, see, the, in situations like that, like, I don't know. Didn't they just win their first game? Atlanta? They might have. They got one win, I think, because Texas. Oh, they, oh, they two and two. They two and two. Yeah, but they won early, didn't they? Did they win, like, week one? No, nah, they lost to the Saints, but they basically won. Oh, come back. The Saints, <laughs> the Saints won in, oh, like, yeah. five minutes after being terrible for, like, 60. They yeah, win the games, but. Do it. So they Mariota might rock for a little longer. Oh yeah, I guess. I guess. Where you at with surprising? Uh, surprised that I'll probably go, and 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 it hurts me because uh, buddy was on here last week and asked me about Josh Jacobs, and Josh Jacobs <laughs> came out and went crazy. So <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> he came out. Uh, Josh Jacobs had 144 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 30 receiving yards. Um. Yeah, I think he has some crazy like twenty nine plus, maybe thirty. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you some bail. That's on all of us. None of us called Josh Jacobs having no, the best no. game of all time. It was literally no. the best game of his career. I looked it up just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he wouldn't do that shit after I after I sold on him. And he went, he went crazy. He must he must have watched the game. Uh, another one, honestly, that I'm gonna throw in there because I also. Appreciate on him last week, uh, Miles Sanders. So he comes out and has 134, two touchdowns, 22 receiving yards. So he liked that crazy day. He definitely liked that he stay healthy. I don't know what his problem is, but if he could just stay on the field, that's that's always been it. Especially with Jalen Jalen Hurts, bro. Ooh, that's that's kind of hey, yo, Keith. You remember when you said Jalen Hurts can't get to that MVP Lamar season stats? I still don't think he can, but shit might be achievable now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but to be honest, he might he might get that, and Lamar might shatter that shit too. Like they, but that really yeah. probably gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no one trying like, to hear all that. Yeah, bitch. Man, they ain't got nothing to do with this conversation we have it now. Lamar, <laughs> Lamar, Lamar gonna shatter his shit. The Jalen gonna follow up shatter 2019. But I mean, the Eagles, like sidebar, bro. The Eagles did it perfectly, unlike the Ravens, like. I mean, granted, the Eagles had those three picks from the wins trade, so, you know, that counts in the play. But they also were like, all right, well, we got the players on defense. Our line is still healthy. Let's go get you a weapon. Like, let's go get you a weapon. Let's get A.J. Brown. They, they, the they, like, they, they did everything. 
the yeah. NFC and get a top five pick this year. You understand that, right? They could win the NFC and get a top five pick. Does, in that, the draft put Does that put pressure on those? You know, the people that are saying like, "Hey, they still should draft a quarterback." Like, no, if he that's gets dumb. Him. If he could win you the NFC, what? You go get something else. Another crazy. player. No, yeah, but you go Sam, get another receiver Sam, or another like no, lineman. In the, in the some of your lines are getting oh, bro. They won't hmm. say. Sam, wasn't that the talk in the offseason, this past offseason? Hey, if he can't do it. Use that oh, pick. yeah, but I feel like he's already – I feel like he's already put all that to bed. I, I mean, I hope so. Like, I'm saying, like, if, if they keep being smart like they have in the past, that pick should easily go – you're going to lose Lane Johnson. He's getting old. So, if you guys even get to the NFC chip, I feel like that might be enough for him to retire. They got some, they got some young offensive linemen, some depth there. They got um, guards, guard depth, though. Yeah, yeah, but – That tackle shit – yeah. Offensive line would be that, but... top five in the draft is a good place to be. Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. If it's a quarterback heavy draft, you can move back and get another first for the following year. Because you can go tackle, you can go corner. Because that wide out there set tight end, they're pretty they, set. They went all in this year, bro. Yeah, running back. It they, they, up, every trade mind. they every trade they made, the draft picks they had. That's I hate it. Dean, I, I hated to see it. Like they just, they just did it. <laughs> Watching that shit, I'm just like, these right. motherfuckers is going all, all right. in. The sauce gardener joke just put the sauce on the fucking on the topping on that shit. Bro. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, like, nah, y'all they, here stealing. They can snag a young corner in that draft. They grant, you know, it got to be super promised because their corners are old. They're yeah, like thirty. You still got Slay and Bradbury, like you. No, but I'm you saying there's sauce. Oh, I they're, know, but I'm, they're old. So if you get if the corner in the next draft is better than the tackle, I would be tempted. But it's granted there's two positions where the age is a factor for both positions. So it's just like they don't have a they don't have a safety on the opposite side of CJ. Like it's just CJ Gardner, who they're gonna have to pay. So if you pay CJ, maybe you can go right tackle. If you're questioning paying CJ or you don't know what other safety you might bring in, then I think you gotta go. Obviously, they're gonna pay CJ because they traded for him. But then, they got Jaworski Tart. They got Jaworski Tart and so Maybe they released them. No, they released Anthony Harris. They saw. Yeah, Jukowski. that was the one that that Sauce took his place. They got Tart, Sauce, Bradbury, and Slay. Sauce. Sauce played for the Jets. Yeah, Sauce played for the Jets. I mean, um, uh, CJ, CJ, CJ. Oh, okay, yeah, CJ. I mean, with CJ. And, and yeah. CJ and Tart back there, and then Bradbury and, and Slay. I mean, but all, you, all they're, they're, all, they're older. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm all saying. of them. But you CJ is old. You can go Yo, get let's something. roll into the players of the week. Uh, I like to go different than what the NFL does. I think the NFL gave Trevor Lawrence player of the week, and then somebody else. Um, but I went a little different because I related to. Say what? Trevor Lawrence got that shit with five fumbles. No, Trevor oh, no, 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 no. Trevor Lawrence was the week two weeks ago. It wasn't Trevor. It was um. I just forgot who it was. It was definitely a Q though. Cliff had me thinking shit was sweet. It's always a Q. Yeah. Was it Mahomes? Come on now. I can't remember. What it was, but I went. I went. I went different than what they went because I just tried out to pick what they picked. Um, and I kind of relate to fantasy. Who's who's somebody that people probably took early in drafts and ain't really done much. Uh, but Austin Eckler. Had a really good day scoring. Uh, he had six yards rushing and um, 
50 yards receiving. So he had 100 yards all purpose, but he had three touchdowns, two on the ground, and, and one receiving. So oh, that's crazy. That's a, that's a hell of a day, uh, hell of a game. And his team got the dub. I try to pick, I try to pick somebody who you know, their team actually won. Um, but then I, and then I decided to give a little honorary jump to Russ, because Russ been struggling, but his team lost. Uh, but he can He he played well. He had two thirty-seven, two passing touchdowns, thirty on the ground, and one rushing. So he 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 looked more like himself this past week. Um, defensive wise, uh, I'm gonna go different from what they went. But Jack Jones for the Pats. I know they lost, but he had seven tackles, forced fumble, interception, and a TD. Uh, that's I mean that's pretty solid from a corner on a on a team that was in a situation playing with a backup cues, a backup backup cue at that point. Um, so he kind of he kind of turned up for them for sure. And I'm going to go with the hometown team for my special teams this week, Brett Maher uh, for the Cowboys. He had four field goals, hit a 50-plus, 40-plus, two 30-pluses, and had his, hit his one pat. Hey, striking, striking from the goal. Hey. Making it happen, making it happen. All right, so we what we got left is the game of the week in the five fly picks for this week, week five. For the game of the week, high key, look at it this week. It's a week, week of games. Either bad teams playing bad teams or good teams playing bad teams. But here is what I have. I think the first one is definitely Bengals versus the Ravens. Divisional rivalry. The Bengals are breathing new life as of late, plus the Ravens have been excellent all year. Despite being 2-2, they have only trailed 14 seconds this entire season, which is absolutely insane. Uh, <laughs> oh, my fucking yeah. God. That's just crazy. Yeah. My second honorable mention is just going to be Eagles v. Cardinals. Uh, I, I'm not sure the Cardinals can match the Eagles' firepower but the Eagles have been consistently exciting to watch as they give teams leads to snatch the jaws of life from them and just route them or let teams come back late in games, but not really just get there. The Eagles have just been an exciting watch besides that one Monday night game they had where they didn't let the other team play game. Uh, the recap of last week's five, five I'm heating up y'all. I went three, one and one. Last week, I went on the Cardinals as a favorite, the Chiefs, as well as Dallas. The Ravens, I fucking tied on because the line was three. Bet Ravens plus three. It's a push. So we got my first tie of the season. I got real cocky betting the Rams plus one, and then they proceeded to get absolutely dog walked <laughs> by the 49ers and smoked like a backwood. That's on me. Um, I, I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not believing the Rams no more. Um, the total on the season is 8, 11, and 1. So, five fly for this week. My first game is Bengals versus the Ravens. I got the Ravens minus 3. The Ravens have played super inspired de- uh, football this whole year. Their defense is opportunistic, even though they're giving up a ton of yards. Cincinnati has been good against the run, but I feel like it's very different when Lamar Jackson is the one leading the charge. So I like the Ravens to pick up this win against the Bengals, even though they are at home and they have not been very good at home yet this season. Game two is Eagles versus the Cardinals. I got the Eagles minus five and a half. I don't think the Cardinals defense can keep up with Philly's offense. The 
Cardinals defense is bottom five in points per game, bottom 10 in red zone defense, TDs giving up, yards per play. You get the drift. The Eagles are top five in points, yards per game, third town conversions, touchdowns, et cetera. I think this is – this could end up being a blowout, but I do think that the Cardinals may be able to put some points on the board, but the Eagles will still win by about a touchdown. The third game I have is the Dolphins versus the Jets. The Finns minus three. I'm going for it. Even without two, or this team is stacked enough that they should get by the Jets. There's big play potential all over the field, and Teddy Two Gloves is definitely accurate and completed this scheme. The Jets give up one of the highest completion percentages in the league, which is definitely something to watch out for when you're playing against the Finns because we all know those Miami receivers can take those short passes all the way to the house at any moment in time. Next game is Raiders versus the Chiefs. It's a seven-point spread. I almost bet Raiders plus seven, but I'm actually going Chiefs as the favorite at home. The Chiefs have had the Raiders number for quite some time. They've won five of their last six matchups, and the average margin of victory has been over 20 points in those six games. God damn. Yeah. The Chiefs' average margin of victory this season has been 12 points. So almost every key offensive and defensive stat leans towards KC in this matchup. So I'm taking KC minus seven. My last game here is the Cowboys versus the Rams. The Rams are at home, and somehow the Cowboys are five-and-a-half-point dogs. So I'm definitely taking the Cowboys here as the underdog. The Rams are one and three against the spread this season, and I think that Vegas is still just overrating them a little bit based off their Super Bowl hype. The Cowboys, on the other hand, are three and one, have been dogs in three of their four games, and their defense has just been lights out. They're like top five in opponent points per game, yards per play, red zone defense. They're number one in touchdowns given up. Like the Rams offense so far has not shown anything that can match a defense of that level. But we also know strength of schedule, blah, blah, blah. It's gonna numbers are gonna be a little bit skewed. An interesting spread that I would like y'all's opinion on that I would never put in my top five is <laughs> the Steelers versus the Bills. The spread is 14 points. <laughs> would you take the Bills as a 14-point favorite in this game? <laughs> I would never touch a line that big, but, I mean, I, I think they'll probably win by 14 points. Yeah. I, I'd say I'd agree with Sam for sure. Bro, if TJ Watt was playing, I would not take the I would definitely say yeah, I would definitely but say like TJ no. Watt and the Steelers lost TJ Watt and Stefan to it because he retired. Like they just don't look the same without that like if all those dudes were there, I would hundred percent take the Steelers. Like I'd be like, Yeah, the Steelers are gonna easily get that. But the fact that all those dudes are not there and Kenny Pick is still young and trying to figure it out. I mean, maybe with those weapons on offense, they could take advantage of, you know, the injury-riddled, like, secondary of the Bills. But that secondary is playing good, so good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of Kenny Pickett, Keith say he ain't think this man, this man Trubisky was going to make it to week five. So I guess he was right. When I try to spot him week 10, you say he ain't making it to week five. Yo, what's popping, Davey? How's it going? Davey? Yes, how's it going, my guy? How'd you do in fantasy this week? I know we told you not to start Josh Jacobs. How did that? How did that end up for you? Man, he on the love. Yeah, uh, uh, guys, earlier in the uh, show to you. His picture is like a little BMX bike. That's pretty live. 
Yeah, I hope he didn't take my advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last thing we got here is the final segment of the show, the heart of the show, Ballers Bouquet. Too often in the media, people only focus on the negative as salacious things athletes do and never give them their credit where credit's due. Here we like to make a change. So this week's Ballers Bouquet goes to Scary Terry of the Washington Commanders. This year, he launched his Terry McLaurin Foundation and kicked off his grand opening with an event for underserved children from the court-appointed special advocates of D.C. and the Big Brothers and Big Sisters Association. All the kids that went to this event got a free dinner. There was a DJ, games, a bounce house, tours of the locker room. All the participants were also gifted a brand-new pair of shoes, and all the foster parents and big brothers and big sisters in the uh, association, the mentors, received free grocery gift cards. The Terry McLaurin Foundation is brand new, but it's aimed at helping underserved children like them and does things like education assistance, social support, as well as health and wellness assistance. This year, he plans to hold a Thanksgiving turkey drive, as well as a holiday shopping spree for these children. And that's why he gets this week's Ballers Bouquet. So where we at? Uh Woo! Okay. David didn't even need it. He said he dropped 140. So he was good. He was good regardless. Look at you. I was getting I was getting worse this weekend. I ain't gonna lie to you. I got cooked. Uh <laughs> I got cooked. I got cooked. <laughs> David said it 3-1, but I got cooked this weekend. Mark Andrews got me cooked. Another league, Darren Waller got me cooked. Hey, and, hey know, I went, I went, I went four and zero in my leagues this week. Bro, and my I, and my Cowboys got a dub. That's five and zero. Yeah, I think are I we still live? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, before we go unlive, we would regret not saying this. Pat Mahomes fucking dog walked the Bucks, bro. And Obuli, <laughs> your prediction in the five fly was absolutely right. That after hey, them the, niggas need a ass whoop. They came Ooh. out. There, there wasn't a doubt for a second after that fumbled kick. Oh my god! Dog, Jit had that white looking stupid, bro. He said, "Watch this." Yeah. Oh, he they need that. Yeah, oh. Hey, my, my I fly went hard this week, man. Hey, if I was a defensive coordinator for the Bucks, bitch, everybody running, bitch. He <laughs> suicide. Cuz looked over and said, "Hey, watch this." That's Ooh. when I knew there was no chance left in the game. Okay. That, that 360 to the little flip touchdown. He did, he did that shit early, too. Like, they were only yeah. up, I think, two scores at that point before he did it. That shit was OP. They were only up two scores. <laughs> that shit was OP. Uh, yeah, Bro, man. You know, I did think they were going to get dog walked. I can't believe it was a one-point spread, too, which is wild. Like, the Chiefs were only one-point favorites. I was like, yo, you better slam this shit. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what I got to bring up? We, we didn't bring it up. Uh, how awful this man! I don't like doing this to players, bro. But Patrick Cream, bro, he just looking bad, bro. He's just looking bad in coverage. There was a play where uh, they sent a blitz, and uh, Josh Allen, I think it was on fourth, they went for it. Marlo stayed back to like kind of like make Josh stop, like essentially like he's gonna have to throw it or he's gonna do something, bro. He threw the ball, I'm pretty sure, right over Patrick Queen's head, like, and then Patrick Queen couldn't tackle him. Like it just the man looks awful, bro. Like that's another situation where y'all should have got a middle linebacker because he's really one of those linebackers, kind of like Devin White, that played just like 
he just goes after the yeah, ball. Yeah. Like, yeah, he plays sideline to sideline. He's really fast. Like, that's the same thing with De- Devin White. Get that same criticism that he don't look good in coverage. Like, that's fine to have a linebacker that don't look good in coverage as long as you pair him with another linebacker that's good in coverage. Like, yeah. bitch. Oh, my God. Look, he's going to get going. Bitch. Davey said he's getting Brees Hall for Jahan Dotson and Brian Robinson. I don't mind that. No, I don't mind that at all. I don't. We don't know what's going. Brian Robinson's gonna look like. I mean, he was taking. He was. He was. He was. He was already gonna take Buddy's job. Yeah, he was taking that job originally. But I don't. We. I mean, he got. He also got shot and is recovering from that. So, I mean, I I hope he's all right. Imagine getting shot and they like you got to be back at work next month, my guy. Hey, you know what? That's some shit. Regular people don't think about, bro. Imagine you tear your fucking ACL. Hey, bro, you only get eight months to get your shit together. And you ain't getting ass, the, They're getting so the, best, the, the best treatment in the world, though. They're getting oh, the best yeah. treatment. I just thought about, like, you know, oh, you know like, like, tell me you got shot, and then, like, all right, you got to go get tackled by Aaron Donald less than a month later. Like, that's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. Imagine it's someone it's saying crazy. that shit to you. Yeah, you just got shot. They're like, all right, it's time to go get tackled by Aaron Donald. You're like, bro, what? Bro, you know nah. how people. You know how people bring up like injuries, like when a player gets injured, that they should just be like, like back to what they were before they're injured. Like, no, bro, give them do some time. Like, I hate that the Bucks rushed Godwin back. I hate that the fucking um the Ravens put like all that pressure on Marcus Peters because Marcus Peters doesn't look like himself. Like he's playing good, but like there's those plays where he's getting kind of torn. Ball like, hawk, but he's not as great yeah. He's not that. hawking the ball like he would have. You know, like that play. Too he's he, he not Trayvon Diggs. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, <laughs> I pull up, hey, I pull up the fucking statistics. Hey, hey I, time I, out. <laughs> no, I pull up the fucking statistics. Hey, we was just talking about Scary Terry, no. all, all respects. But hey, bro, Scary, scary Terry got Carson Wentz throwing this nigga the ball. Cut it out. Hey, I'm willing to bet hey, if Scary look. Terry had a competent-ass hey. quarterback, he 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 probably does digs in pretty good. Not crazy, but I see we talking about We talking about, and we also talking about, Diggs playing the ball versus he's not better than Peters playing the ball. I oh my motherfucking hey, hey, come on boys, come on boys. Hey, oh my hey, mama, come on boys. Little J Fizzle says Brian Robertson is a great stash for Dynasty. I feel yeah. like that's true, but the thing about those Dynasty stashes is until you see the guy go crazy, it don't it's pay all off. potential. Yeah, it's, it's all potential. Like it was, anything could happen. It's tough. I play in a, a best ball league, which is like, I don't know if I told you about it, but it pretty much just takes the best players and puts them in your starting lineup, and you don't have to touch your lineup. So it, at that point, it's really based off who has the best team, and it's not so much weighted on making the right decision on who to start each week. Well, that's the hardest part of fantasy, though. I, I know, but it's also like building your team where it's still like a dynasty where you have to get the right players on your team to be able to win. And everybody's going to have their best players in. So it's your best versus my best each week. That's what kind of makes it interesting. Yeah. That's a vibe. I know you had those weeks where you'd be like, damn, if I just started. Hey, look, if, if, if I know somebody this week had, damn, if I just started Josh Jacobs. Like, <laughs> nah, don't worry, bro. Every game I lost this week, I lost because I was trash. You ain't even got to worry about it. <laughs> you ain't even got to worry about it. Oh, do I have Javante Williams and Cordell Patterson on the same team in a fantasy league? 
Good that we have three IR spots, but I'm getting fucking <laughs> cooked. Like, yo. Hey, I got three IR spots? And I need them. I need them, too. And I need them, okay? So, yes, they got three IR spots, and I absolutely need them. Like, damn, bro. I still won the week, even though I started both of them, because I had Patrick Mahomes. Well, I played Sam this week. And I had draw. the 49ers defense, so I still won that week, but I, I'm getting cooked. Sam, it's up this week. We play each other. It's up, big dog. Yeah, I hope my guys can come back. Keenan Allen, where you been? Kamara. He older, man. That hamstring is not the same. Yeah, that, that shit's like – that's like the Julio situation. When that shit going, like, slightly going, bro, you, it's a wrap at that age almost. Yo, chill. He's coming back. Yeah, chill, bro. I got, I got, I got, him, in a couple, hey. I got him in a couple of – chill. Hey. Off, I'm in, chill. You know what we didn't talk about while we're just rambling? Uh I got a list of projected coaches that I think are getting fired. Ooh, <laughs> I'm vibing. Like, I mean, what's up? Here, hold on. Let me let me fucking get it. There's right, one you get it. See what, uh, this uh, David said. I got so lucky. One of my leads traded Javante for Kamara a few days hmm. before he tore his. Oh, the oh, come up. The come up. Uh, that person has to be mad pressed. Hey. That, that's a come up. Yeah. I think. Uh, who is it? Let me get this started. Uh, da, da, da. Giants uh, coach, I think he's on the Absolutely rocks getting not. fired. You're wrong. He All just right. got. Oh no, no, Brian Dable. Never mind. I thought Judge. That was Judge. Never mind. Brian yeah. Dable's good. My bad. Yeah, you're right, Sam. Or you're right, Aunt. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. <laughs> uh, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? I had a list, but um, I think Dallas. It's the writings on the wall. Even if y'all do good, I think they're gonna get Sean Payton. I think that's a damn near guarantee. Uh, Houston love. <laughs> Houston, Lovey is definitely out for old Josh McClown's ass after this season. We already know how that whole thing That was always going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a substitute coach. We know how that whole shit is going. Uh, oh, for I think, sure. I think old sure. boy in Atlanta, he needs to be out. If he keeps refusing to use Kyle Pitts, I think he has to go. So that's – that's what is that, three? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's three. Uh, Brian St- Brandon Stanley or Stanley for the Stanley. Chargers. His ass got to go, bro. Like, what? Even with the injuries, just his play calling and the talent they have, I think he's like he's cooked bacon. So, wow, him. old boy on That's Carolina, tough. old boy on Carolina ass should have been gone this week. <laughs> yeah, that rule. Yeah, but in the chat, somebody in the chat said that too. So there's he's, five there. He'd have been, uh, he'd have been the first one. I said for real. For honestly, bro, that, that nigga be trash, go. bro. How you got? He got to go. Win games, bro. A healthy, talk, like slightly healthy, she max too. They talking about training, trading him. C-Mac, oh, I mean, what you gonna get for C Mac? Well, like, let's be honest. What is hey, hold on. Let me let me, right? let me oh, run through finish? these coaches. Right, yeah, I got ahead. like two more in this bitch. I gotta go. Okay, uh, Ron Rivera. I, I love him. Go. his ass up out of there too. Oh, um, I, da, 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 da. I ain't mad at you for saying that. And then the next one, I think, oh boy, this might sound iffy. The two coaches that took over for the AFC West, I know they just took over. But Josh McDaniels always struggles when he leaves the Patriots. So I feel like if he keeps struggling, like that's if I'm the Raiders, that's not a good sign. Like, even like granted, the Raiders' job is not easy because all the shit they have going on. But if he like struggles, I don't think that's a good sign. And then honestly, John Harbaugh's ass is on the fucking seat. So there's seven people. Nathaniel Hackett. 
Really, he just got. I, no, I th- I think I said I think between those two, I think it's gonna lean more towards the Raiders. I think Daniel happen they might give him more rope. Like they'll be like, all right, you know, let's just see. But I think with Josh McDan- McDaniel's, it's kind of like, bro, you done done this a couple times. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> what's really going on? And with Harbaugh, it's just the you. I don't get why we fired Wink Martindale for you to bring in somebody that does the same shit as Wink Martindale, and M- Wink. Historically, even this before everybody got injured, had a top five defense of the past every years. single year, yeah. bro. So, Wink, the fact they fire Wink is just so bro to offensive. not fire Greg, Greg Roman. How do you even justify, it? bro? You yeah, don't I don't even know how, bro, because Wink bro. was like a top five points allowed defense every single season besides that last year, and that's the crazy shit. You have the same dude essentially doing the same shit. I mean, they're getting turnovers, but like. I just I don't know. The defense is playing. It's awkwardly playing good, but it's just I would have rather I would have preferred to keep Wink and really got rid of Greg Roman, which they didn't do either. But I think John Harbaugh pretty much if they don't make a playoff push and get two wins, I think he got to he got to go, bro. Like at this point, like he got to go, and then y'all got to do something this offseason on top of Pan Lamar, which is gonna be crazy. So that's seven coaches. Okay. Yeah, yeah Davey said I hope we fire our D coordinator Joe Woods. Who's Joe Woods the D coordinator for? The Browns. I had to Google it. I didn't know that. Okay. So I mean I didn't. I ain't I ain't afraid to they, say they've it. been banged. The Browns been banged up though. They've been like, you know, Miles had the car accident, JV on He's coming back. Out. He's coming back this week though. I think they had a safety that's been out. Oh, kill old Kells six. Yo, what up, Kells? What's up, bro? What's poppin'? My boy boy from back back from uh Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt has said Dennis Allen for the Saints too could be on the hot seat for sure. Saints been rough. The team is too good to be one and three. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Is that is that his fault? Hear me out. Is that his fucking fault or is that Sean Payton fault before you left? I mean, the offense can't Payton's score. Fault. He ain't there no more. You got Taysom Hill that contract, bro. That shit, uh, bro. That, bro, what? You got you got a decent O line. You got Jameis. You got Andy Dalton behind him. You have Alvin Kamara. You have Chris Olave. You have Jarvis Landry. You have solid Michael defense, Thomas. bro. What do you what, like, bro? What 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 do you need? What are you missing? Who is the what is the player that's the reason why you think they're not successful yet? We're missing the the full version of Alvin Kamara. That's what's missing. Okay. There's some but. offenses. There, there's some offenses that Jay says so, DA not getting fired. There's some offenses where it's super obvious who they rely on. Like it's like you know, okay, this offense rolls because of this player. You know, like right now with the Packers, it's like okay, this offense rolls because of Aaron Jones. Yes, in the Saints, in the Saints, it's like hey, this offense. Granted, it thrives off Michael Thomas, but it really rolls because Alvin Kamara can run the ball and go out and catch. So yeah, and he has not been healthy. That is exactly. true. Exactly. Michael like, Thomas is nicked and missing games. Yeah, in like, Cleveland, it's hey, Nick Chubb out there getting 100 yards, everything like everybody's jobs 100% easy. easier. Yeah. Saints I mean, also Dennis Allen have did a have a first round pick, so that's yeah. pretty rough. What do you say? Dennis Allen did struggle in um in I think Oakland. It was Raiders Oakland at the time when he had that job. But, he should be able to be competitive. Like he, I'm not like that one in what is it, one and three? You said Sam. Like that's that is a bad start. Like he should be able to. Who is the OC? Because like you, you, you promoted your D coordinator to head coach, and that's a defensive guy. Like, I think Sean Pete Carmichael. Pete Carmichael. 
I don't know who that guy that, is. That's not the same as when you guys had Peyton but didn't pay and make the offensive calls. Yeah. Well, yeah, he might have had an offensive coordinator, but that guy then doesn't call plays. Wasn't making do calls, stuff, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like it's not like think, where, you know, the Bucks did it, but, you know, they, the offensive that guy was already calling the plays. Yeah. yeah, he's still there. Yeah, that guy was already calling the plays. So, like, it wasn't like Bruce Arians was managing. He was he was he was managing because he hired good staff. You know what I mean? Are we gonna speak on Tampa's little downfall they got going on right now? Uh, I mean, just like how are we defining downfall? I mean, everything's going wrong. They got a lot going on. They got a lot. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't start clear. <laughs> no, I, I ain't. Hey. I ain't. That man business off the field ain't got shit to do with me, you know. He got uh, no, no, look, I, I ain't I ain't talking about Tom, man. Yeah, he All got right. personal problems. Oh, you talking about A B? That- oh, yo, A B in Dubai. Hey. How A B leave Dubai after after that basically boy. flashing his dick at people in the poke? Why? Hey, like, you supposed to get stoned. It's Dubai, my guy. Like, how do you leave Dubai after <laughs> doing that? What's up? Hey, that- that boy Roger Griffin the third said he played he showed more D than he he played more D or showed more D than like two teams on Sunday. I was like, oh my <laughs> it was the Lions and the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up for Aints. Hey, hey, Mathis, that's, that's crazy because the, the oh, one Saints win eight. was against your trash ass Falcons. So get out of the <laughs> chat. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 yeah. I got some issues. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, tough, I, I'm gonna be honest though. If if you know y'all gonna go back to being an ain't, I would love to get Alvin Kamara and uh, Cam Jordan from you. So you know, I'll, I'll, you I'll try to make Michael calls. Thomas, bro. You been having the same complaint. We're talking about receiver, week, bro. And then when it came up, you was like, I actually don't even want the receiver. Y'all got juice. I don't, I don't want juice. Mike. Lamar can't use a possession receiver. I can't use Mike. I can't use a lot. What? I don't no, think, Raven, no. Ravens get on the phone. How much for Marquez Callaway? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what she would do. Or they get, or they get no, Deontay Harris. Like, hey, hey, hey can, y'all, can, y'all, can y'all throw in Taekwondo Thornton for real? <laughs> oh, no, no. What's his name? Oh, 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 no. Uh, Tricon Smith. Tricon Smith. Yeah, they would, they would honestly <laughs> do some bogus shit. But Those no, are like man. two, like four or five receivers. Y'all be like, hey, no, y'all want to come saying, here and be, y'all want to come here and be a three? <laughs> niggas, hey, it's it's not no shade on Mike Thomas. Them niggas need like a, a Mike Evans, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, a Scary Terry, a DK Metcalf. Like the one them thing they do have going for him this season is that Chris Olave looks nice. Fire, he does. Girl look crazy nice. He does. I think that's beneficial for you guys going forward. I mean, even if James ain't the long-term answer, you know, when Mike yeah. Thomas is fully, like, healthy, which at this point it's kind of crazy to still be saying, like, consistently healthy. But once you're out that long and then you try to get back in the rhythm, I mean, it's obvious because he's older, too, that, you know, he might get banged up even more just trying to do that. So I think it's nice to know you got a young dude that can perform. So that's, yeah, and when Mike's played, he's been a dog. But I mean, I feel like he's just gonna miss weeks here and there, probably as his career goes on. Yeah, it's just I think it's the thing though. When these dudes get older, they get banged up. Like they get banged up, and they miss such a long duration. Like you know, I think Tampa played it. It's stupid with rushing Godwin back like that quick. You know, yeah. like he should because I think the problem is the way they use utilize Godwin is why I wouldn't have rushed him back. He's so active, bro. He yeah, he's, so much. he's like super. At, he he's like. 
he plays similar to I would say Debo, just not on that level. Like he's not taking passes to the backfield, but like he's getting screen passes. He's Everything. Banging. Yeah, I think that's a lot to put on some dude. Like I don't know. I think it's just you know with medicine and everything, people are like, oh well, these dudes can come back this quick. And I just I don't. I'm not rushing these dudes back like that. You know, like people are having a big issue with Ronnie Stanley. He tore his fucking what is his ankle off the bone, damn near. And people are shocked that someone weighing 300 pounds is not back right away. Like I. I don't know. David Bakhtiari is barely back. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's been back for like a play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's a big, big ass dudes, bro. To be like, oh, yeah, we you're going to be back next year? Like, bro, let's be real. You know, same yeah, thing with Marcus Peters. Like, I don't know. I think it's a struggle. Are you going to let me get Robert Quinn off you guys? And maybe Rokon Smith. I'll take Darnell Mooney, too. You ain't getting <laughs> nothing, bro. Like, what do you mean? What what purpose do we have for trading anybody, bro? We got all our picks going forward, and all we have is money. Like, they we, they, all we have is money. They should have got – at this point, they should have just put in a trade for Amari Cooper. That shit. And people question his motor and shit, but at least you know he's going to get you five receptions, four or five receptions for sure. Bro be going off. Bro be going off. He nice. He definitely nice. Um, but, you know. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up then because we, we had a good stopping point. Uh, I appreciate everybody for coming through, everybody that rocked with us in the chat. Y'all got live again this week, and we love to see it. We Don't get don't get Anthony started. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm ignoring Mathis. He is not getting that one off. He is not getting – that was staying in the shadow realm where no one else <laughs> can see it. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we appreciate all y'all rocking. We're gonna see y'all again next week, Wednesday, 6 30 Central, 7 30 Eastern, every week. And that's it. The fly route pod, the fly route pod, the fly route pod, the fly route pod.